This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is an episode you are hearing. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what day it is. I don't know, you know man. what? Hey, check your fucking calendar. I That's what know. day it is. All it's right. Be I don't July, know. July, I think. We're recording into the future. Maybe it's like July, early July, July 4th. Is it July 3rd or 4th? Sure, man. Happy America Day. Set out some fireworks. <laughs> I'm going to be in two different countries on July 1st. The July, same day? July 4th. You're going to be in two different countries yeah, on the I'm same gonna, day? I'm going to wake up in Scotland and I'm going to fly to Norway. That's fun. So I'll be in two different countries, not the United States. On July 4th? <laughs> on July 4th. God, I envy uh, you. You're like, ah, oh, I'm good. I don't need any fireworks. Oh, I, I I'm fucking, okay with July 4th can suck it. July 4th is the worst. It is the worst. It's the worst. Okay, let's have a bitch yeah, session about, about July, July 4th. 4th. Yeah. I fucking cannot stand the goddamn 4th of July. I know I'm an old man yelling at a cloud. I don't care. I fucking hate it. I hate in the suburbs. July 4th starts about the middle of the end of June. Yeah, no, I, like, see, I would say, I would say now, I've already in the last couple weekends heard massive explosions on Saturday nights. Yeah. For a couple, you know, maybe, maybe two or three of them. So people are already, they already went to crazy Kaplan's. They've right. already blown off one pinky. They're waiting right, yeah. for July. <laughs> They've put the one pinky on layaway that they can blow away in July. I want to tell you right now, every your fireworks show at home sucks. Sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. You're it right. Tom. Stinks. It sucks. It sucks. It's boring. There's too much time between each fucking little <laughs> fuzz wizard or whatever fucking nonsense trash you bought. All you're doing is creating fucking loud noises, debris, garbage, stink smells, barking dogs, crying babies. That's awful. Go, I, and the thing is, I love fireworks. I love to go see a professional fireworks show. I'm an ooh and ah guy. I'll sit there and I'll like recline on the grass on my blanket and I'll watch my municipal show with great joy. I think it's wonderful. And at 9.45, I'm back at home and I don't want to listen to your lame ass, boring neighbor fireworks. You're bad at it. You're all bad at it, and it's too loud. And they, here's the thing, man. It's just like, it's like, okay, you have three sticks of dynamite you tie together. Right. That is very loud. Congratulations. I don't know. I mean, it makes I, me crazy. Happy birthday to America. I don't even know what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. You're just blowing something up. And now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. As a young man, same. I blew up a lot of things, and same. I get it. I yeah. understand. But there's a certain point in your life where you say, fireworks are just not for me anymore. There's a certain point yeah. in your life. But some people, in my, especially these homeowners around here, they don't get it. I, I have yeah. a fireworks accident story. Oh, oh, oh. So okay. we found a this woman passed away uh, next to my friend's house. So my friend lived down the block. If you blew up the corpse, I'm going to be horrified. This is going to be something I learned about. It was Cecil a weekend at Bernie's wow. thing. It was a whole, we, so she died alone and we, we filled shot her, her belly full we of shot her up <laughs> in the air multiple times. She had Roman candles for hands. <laughs> She's like Voltron. We didn't get her airborne too high, but we got her airborne. Oh my God. But, in the garbage can, they threw out a ton of shit. <laughs> they threw out the old lady. They threw out a ton of shit. She had just she's okay. an old lady who died, and yeah. I don't think anybody kept anything. Right. And they had a whole dumpster, Tom. Big, tall-sided dumpster. You have to, as a little boy, jump up, pull yourself right. up, and climb into. I mean, it was really huge. 
we jumped in there and inside these giant, you know, I, I don't know. It's not five gallons, but it's like a three or two gallon pickle jars. Uh-huh. Yeah. You use pickle jars. A half dozen to maybe 10 to a half dozen of these full of fireworks. Oh, full. And what? these are old timey fireworks. Like, like what? Before regulation fireworks. Cecil, yeah. how old were you? Uh, maybe 11 or 12. Okay. If you're it's 11 or 12. It's like, like finding, it's like finding a fucking stash of hustlers. That is finding that your first boner. It's seriously. That's amazing. You're like, what is happening down here? We at that age had oh. an amazing time with them. We threw them in the water. We did this. We did that. We just, we had a, we had a game where we actually went out with guns. Cause we used to play in the forest. We used yeah. to do guns. And so we went out to go do this and we were like baby we guns. We were like throwing them at each other. These, <laughs> these M80s were throwing them and they're blowing up out there. And people are running. Past. We just, we had a blast time. The most dangerous shit you could do with yeah. these fireworks. We did. Absolutely. I'm, we're down by, and we blew them off for, for weeks. We didn't just, we didn't just sit like one day there's so many of and them. blow them off. We yeah. were, we were, we rationed these out oh. over weeks and weeks. And so I'm standing by the train and there's a train tracks, secluded train tracks where I grew up. Was, you know, there's a, there's a dirt road, but nothing major around right. there. And we're down there. I think we we're lighting some M80s and whatnot. And we're all sitting there and the train's coming by. <gasps> And what, is what a perfect right opportunity. What is going to happen right now? I don't know either audience. Or, or whip some fireworks at a train, right? What I mean, come on. What That's better, what trains are for. What though. better thing to... We were kids. We used to throw rocks at it. You've got to throw I, stuff at now trains. Now I have a firepower device, yes. a gunpowder device that can shoot things or throw things or blow yeah. up stuff. You would get your kid card revoked if it's, you didn't do this. I have to do this. So I take a bottle rocket out yeah. and I hold it. And I light it. And I didn't account, Tom, for how fast that wind was. Oh, no. And it turned that very relatively slow-burning wick into a very fast-burning <gasps> wick. And it started to take off very quickly. And it melted my hand together oh. on the stick. And I couldn't let it go. Oh, was, no. Because it was like, ah. Right. And I was like, ah. And I had to like tear my fingers off because it's like magnesium. Like it's just shooting oh, whatever yeah, the right, fuck, yeah. some nasty. I burned a channel oh, into no. my hand. And after that, I was like, maybe I don't want to play with fireworks. I don't like fireworks <laughs> as much anymore. <laughs> maybe I don't want to play with fireworks as much anymore. I fucked myself up pretty good, man. It was, I burned oh, myself I really bad for like, like a, a, bitch. a while. It burned down. It was, it was second degree burns, both with oh. second degree burns for sure. Terrible. So I, I I tied it up and did the best I could. Uh, How'd you burn yourself? Dad asked. I don't know. Yeah. Must have. No follow up I questions. I, I accidentally touched one of your cigarettes or something, Dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, there would be the, the the dumbest thing I ever did with fireworks doesn't even compare. Like, but my buddy and I remember uh, I was seventeen, give or take, somewhere around there, like junior senior year of high school. Um, and my buddy was a year older. He had a car. I didn't have one. We drove into Indiana to like crazy Kaplan's yeah, yeah. or black cats or, you know, whatever fucking. Yeah. And we saved up and making $4 and 25 cents an hour, by the way, which is sure. the minimum wage yeah. in, the, in the mid nineties. We saved up like $300. Wow. And we went together and we like filled his Chevy blazer full of fireworks. Good for you guys. We bought all of the fireworks. We just, and that's actually an immense amount of fireworks. They're really crazy Back cheap. then, especially too. Right. You know, nowadays that's probably not probably a lot, not, yeah. but back but in the back day, then, that was, was a lot. Huge you amount could of fireworks. Buy, they actually, I remember going there a couple of times and they would have entire sets for like $180 and you could do a whole show because there was multiple oh, things you could light off. So. There was so much you could buy. Was, I, when, I, when we were there, we were like, you could buy these mortars, you could buy this yeah, stuff. Yeah. So we just bought and we bought and we bought. We had like two like big like uh, push carts sure. full of fireworks, you know? And so we fill this and we're scared too because oh, we're going to get in trouble by the police. You know, it, yeah. they don't care. Sure. They do not care. Yeah. The police in Illinois do not care how much fireworks yeah. you have at all. So we put blankets and everything yeah. over it, and we got back to just back tell the home. people you're human trafficking to hold them close to their <laughs> bodies. A lot of fireworks, you'll be fine. No one will find you. So, and I, we were working at a Burger King at the time, and the Burger King was oh. it was. I mean, it was like it was run. The inmates were running the asylum. Sure, yeah. Place. Every had, almost every burger, like almost every fast food place is like like the management was like sleeping with the teenagers. It was like the grossest, weirdest place. Oh, dude, it was so weird. Yikes. Like, I, like it, that place was Yikes. like out of control. Eek. So, oh yeah, it was out of control. Like what was going on in that place? So after work, 
Rick and I were like, hey, we should all go up on the roof. We'll close down the restaurant and we'll all go up on the roof and we'll all drink and light fireworks. And so we had, we stood on the roof of the Burger King with hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of fireworks, lighting these things off, like into the wee hours or tying them to the Burger King kids' toys and stuff and shooting them off into the parking lot and taking the mortars and just hurling them like grenades to see what would happen. Just blow, I just, it was a shit show. And on the top of a Burger King in the middle of the night. No police ever showed up. It wasn't a single cop. No police. They don't give a fuck. They're illegal in Illinois, only in the broadest sense of the word. They don't care. Yeah. They do not care. So fuck the 4th of July. I'm glad you'll be somewhere else. I'm going to be somewhere else. I'm going to be excited to be somewhere else finally. So this story comes from CBS News. I grabbed this with an ulterior motive. A sleeping man dreamed someone broke into his home. He fired at the intruder and shot himself, authorities say. (laughs) This This story is America. It very much is. How America is just like, this is a guy. So what this guy has is a sleep disorder, very probably, which is the same sleep disorder I have, which is called REM behavior disorder. And one of the first things when I got diagnosed that the the doctor said is, don't have guns in your house. Do not have any guns in your house. You're unsafe. So you could could feasibly have a episode, go somewhere and open a safe even? Oh, yeah. So the crazy thing about this sleep disorder, which I have, you can do, like, you have a dream, but the problem is that you don't have sleep paralysis while you're having your dream. That's what's in, that's what this sleep disorder is about. So your sleep paralysis is incomplete, but your brain is a giant piece of shit. So, like, you might you might just, like, kick or punch or lash out or yell. And it also is accompanied, by the way, with, with nightmares. So you have many, many, many more nightmares than regular people do, typically. So, like, you, you'll do all that stuff, but also you might get up and run across the room. You might get up and grab something, and in your dream, it's a shovel, and in reality, it's a mat, uh, a candlestick. I see. So your brain kind of repurposes the world around you oh. and incorporates it into your dream. And That's so nice of it. So, like, one of the, yeah, it's terrible. Like, cause you like people fight their spouses and attack oh, wow. other people or like it, it can be in severe stages. It can be a problem, right? I don't have that, but like in severe stages, it can be like really dangerous. And so some people have to be strapped into bed at night, like physically strapped oh, into their beds at night. But one of the first things they tell you and everywhere you look, when you get this diagnosis, don't have a gun. Sure. You can't, but this is fucking America. So this guy's like, well, I have a dangerous sleep condition. That means I basically act out my dreams. Probably should have a gun around. And, and not, he shot himself. Tom, there was no intruder, man. Tom, it's not just a gun. It's yeah. a 357 Magnum. Yeah, man. This he is a fucking, big fucking a, gun. That's a hand there's, cannon. Okay, so there's, shot there's only been a few guns that I've fired once and said, I don't want to do that again. Yeah, it's scary. A 357 Magnum is one of those guns. Yeah. Because the one I fired... It had like the the palm of my hand. My hands are bigger, and yeah. so it felt like it didn't feel like it was fully in my hand. And he said, "You know, you got to put one around. It wasn't cup. It was like something else. Yeah, you, where you, 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 you kind of you brace for you brace with the for other it, one. but yeah. you hold it in front of it because mm-hmm. I was doing the saucer and cup, and he's like, don't do nope. that. Do this instead. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm holding it, and this is a this is a friend of ours who used to live in Ohio. Now he lives in Florida, and and I I have it out there, and I fired it." And I felt it slip. It oh, didn't go. Right, right, right. But I felt it slip. And I was like, that's it. And I handed it right back. Yep. I was like, nope, that's it. That that gun violently goes off. <laughs> it's it vi- yeah. there's two guns that I fired that I was like, I don't need to do that anymore. The other one was a 30-06 rifle I shot once. Yeah, I shot that gun and the same way. I with shot you. it and it felt like I dove into water. I was, I was <laughs> and I was like, this is yes. not for me. I never want to fire it again. I felt like I was at ground fucking zero. Hard pass on that gun. I felt secure. I know. So it's funny because I grew up uh, shooting uh, 44 Magnums and stuff with my uncle. And that's similar to the 357 Magnum. It's a very similar gun, sure. right? So big gun, giant barrel, huge concussion, kicks like a beast. And I remember one year we were up there and I was like uh, early 20, late teens, somewhere around there. Um, and we were all shooting, you've, we've been there together. We we're all shooting at this like old cabin. This, yeah, this, yeah. The, it had been dilapidated and torn down. And so sometimes you take pot shots at the cabin or whatever. Um, it was like a, like a trailer, not a cabin, a trailer that had been dragged up in the middle of this hunting land or whatever. And like I shot one, I didn't know what it was called at the time, but I had a, a squib loader, a squib round 
where it doesn't all the way go through. I think that's what it's called. Oh. And the bullet goes into the barrel and stops because only the primer goes off. And I shot, and we were kind of like, like quick shooting, you know, bang, bang, bang into this, like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, bang. And I almost pulled the trigger the second time. I almost pulled the trigger, but I was like, that, that sounded happen. weird. Something's yeah. wrong, you know? And I stopped and I'm so glad I did because the gun would have blown up in my hands. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. That gun yeah, would have. You'd have a hook. Same thing. I was like, I don't like this gun. Yeah. This gun doesn't make sense to own. I don't like it. It's my uncle took that gun, put a fucking laser scope on it. It was a Ruger uh, Super Red Hawk 44 Magnum. Jesus he put a laser Christ. scope on it and he shot a bear. Is he the Terminator? He shot a bear. What he went bear hunting with it. Did the Terminator follow him into a hydraulic press? <laughs> and the press it down. That's Terminator's crawling. <laughs> bear's crawling out. Fucking It's a fucking hand This can, isn't the dude. future, man. It's not Mad Max. You don't have to get a fucking laser sight on your fucking 44 Magnum. What is happening well, it was, in your it was, life? I think it was a red dot through sight. Jesus, not like, get the fuck yeah, out of here. Same thing, dude. The and that 30 out six. Fuck. I remember shooting Charlie we shooting. Bronson bullshit. What is happening? It's a crazy gun. It's so crazy. Why you are you doing anything? Yeah. yeah, right. That 30 out six. I remember we were shooting with this field. We shot rocks. Yeah. Huge guys. They were like limestone rocks, like giant, giant limestone. limestone and they just go, bugar, they just explode. Nothing. They explode. I remember we put a pumpkin up with that 30 out six yeah. and somebody shot it. And, and they were like, you didn't hit it. And we walked out there and, and the bullet had gone so cleanly through it. The, that the it pumpkin was like, yeah, it didn't even do anything. It just yeah. it barely moved. Yep. You oh my yeah, God. Just like, it's insane. It's an insane gun. That gun, it absolutely feels like diving it in It really water. feels like it's insane. Yeah. But this guy had one of these in his bed. With, in his bed. In his bed with him. And he's evidently trying to quick draw it. And he fucking Where? likes himself. While he's asleep oh, shooting man. at no one. Brutal. And, and there are people who are like, well, you know, the only thing that can solve a bad dream with a gun <laughs> is a good dream with a gun. What? The only thing that stops a Freddy Krueger with a gun is <laughs> a fucking dream warrior with a gun. <laughs> One, two, Freddy's coming for you. <laughs> Three, 57. <laughs> oh my God, my leg. Oh God, oh God. I, I can't imagine the damage. Oh man, I'd rather be, I'd rather have to go to bed every day with this sleep disorder with Freddy Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking claw myself. <laughs> ah, 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 I thought there was, was a fly on my face and I cut the fucking nose off. <laughs> I would fucking 100% rather do that Jesus than have Christ. a fucking a gun that could shoot through your house and your neighbor's yeah, house for real. in your bed with you. Dude, <laughs> we, that's, you're not even, you're not even wrong. No. Like, we, I remember like shooting again at that cabin. You'd shoot through a door, like a metal door. It would go through <laughs> the door. It would go into the refrigerator and out the other side of the refrigerator, yeah. man. That the bullet's like meh. Harrison I don't give Ford a fuck. looks up. He's like, "Oh, somebody's shooting the refrigerator <laughs> that I've been hiding in since 19." Right. It um, always makes me laugh. By the way, when I watch like what were we were watching the other day, we we're watching uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Great show, by mm -hmm. the way. If you like Douglas Adams, awesome show on Hulu. Um, but we were watching that show, and there's a, there's like a gunfight at one point, and these guys see so they have these fucking huge guns, like these like submachine guns, and like. The, like they're hiding behind these like wood pillars and stuff for like hiding. And I'm like, none of that would stop these bullets. <laughs> bullets just none of that. I, I've shot enough guns in my life that I'm just shoot like, right through that shoot stuff. right through yeah, that stuff. Shoot right through it. No idea. Like it was yeah. just shoot right through. It's like the bullet, like bullets in, in TV get stopped by the most like I know. minuscule Couches. of shit. It's all yes. the time like where you're like, they don't buy in the couch. You're like, it's fucking cloth, man. It's a foam. You think an Ikea Majorp is going to stop something? If you think pleather is going to stop a bullet, <laughs> wear a pleather coat. Wear a pleather coat, man. Just walk around in like a Naga hide coat or we whatever. We would just cover all our kindergartners in pleather. <laughs> Jesus, that was dark. It is like they just have a bunch of bean bags they could jump in and hide. <laughs> when a person comes by. God, guns also on TV, and I'll stop. But guns also on TV always click so much. They like yeah. like they go to pick one up. It's like yeah. They the don't make any noise at all. The sound designers love to put in those those uh, those motions of that sound. Yeah. Because those are just very, they're very, they just do it all the they time. They do it all the time. I will say. I would never fire a gun that made that much noise you know, you when I picked what, it up. I'd what, be like, this is not properly What show did a pretty good assigned. job with guns was The Sopranos. There's a scene in there 
where the guy shoots another guy in a car and he's like, fuck that fucking loud. He's like, he's yeah, talking about how loud right, it is. Yeah. And that's something they never address in movies. Very often someone will just sit in like a very small room or in a car with someone, they'll just plug some guy so many times and it doesn't do anything to him. This guy pulls one shot off and he's like, oh, motherfucker, yeah, that that's hurts that's my what it would be. And, and yeah, so I, I, I like it when shows do stuff like that. I Same, dude. I love when they're like, no hearing protection, having a gunfight with like massive weapons, right? And then they're like, have a soft, tender moment afterwards. You'd be like, you couldn't hear anything. Or when the guns are going off, they're whispering to yes. each other. Hey, hey, go around Go back. around the side. Boy, you can't whisper yeah. shit. <laughs> whispering, you just shot like a fucking, like, like AK-47. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were Mr. Tough Guy who wrestled the six foot alligator with your bare hands. You don't need weapons. Can I just say before you start this, yeah. I hate this person. Oh, I, I hate, hate this them person. So much. That's why I grabbed I hate this story. Them so much. Just to hate. I just I, hate I grabbed them. this story from Huffington Post just to hate on this person. TikToker arrested after allegedly breaking into Bush Gardens and entering alligator pit. <sighs> this story does not have the appropriate ending. <laughs> <laughs> It, what it needs is like, it needs the alligator to grab the phone and be like, follow me on TikTok. <laughs> Boom. Boom. And then they just like pan over to the guy's headless corpse behind him. And that's the end of the video. That should be how that's this it. video ends. Yeah. I have, if you, if somebody has like some severe mental illness, fine. Like I'll set that aside. But otherwise, if you like break into the wild animal pen, like I'm just like, good. I, I hope they eat you. Yeah. They, I genuinely hope it's like for TV it. for them, right? It's a, it's a, I mean, hell, it's, it's you're a movable feast to them. That's <laughs> yeah, what you right. Are. You come yeah. to them. You're a hungry man dinner. Yeah, they, but they're, they're hungry and you're the man. <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, and and the other thing too about this dick is this guy jumps in there, harasses the the alligators, alligators. doesn't die. What stupid, awful, stupid, stupid story. story. But he gets away and then he gets arrested for breaking in. Right, but. They also talk about his other TikTok stuff that he does where he just runs oh by people and screams help or he tries to start arguments with people. He's just like, he seems like an absolute He's jackass. Just a total piece of shit. Whenever I know. I hear stuff like this, I always think, I always think, man, we really made a lot of mistakes when it came to some of this stuff. And, and giving views to people like that who yeah. do this fucking obnoxious shit for views is awful. I can't believe we... For some reason, I don't remember why I was, somebody posted, oh, I think it was Seth had posted. Someone had gotten a clip of him and it was a short clip of him on TikTok and he posted it to his Facebook page or whatever. So I went to his, I was on his face. I was on Facebook. I saw it and he said, oh, this thing's got a lot of views. You should check it out. And so I clicked on it and it's just, you know, a minute of Seth talking. Sure. And he's talking about God and, the, you know, whatever Seth yeah, was whatever talking about. You know, whatever, yeah. God's not whatever uh, you know, anti-apologetic thing he was doing. Right. And TikTok, as soon as that video's over, just immediately goes to the next thing. Oh, I'm on a website. I didn't sign in. Right. I don't have a TikTok <clears throat> account. So I'm on a website. And so it immediately goes to the next one. And so I'm like, ah, I got to get out of here. So I start scrolling. Well, then it starts going faster. <laughs> and they're all just like popping up. And I can't turn the sound down because the sound is automatically on. And a brand new thing will happen. And someone's screaming. And I'm, I'm immediately, what the fuck is happening? And so I scroll past and I felt so old. I felt so <laughs> fucking old scrolling through TikTok. And then when I finished, I thought there's nothing, everything on there is so, it's also attention grabbing, a small attention span grabbing. And I, I, I just, I see it and I, and I think, you know, what it breeds is, you know, I'm sure it breeds some great stuff, right? For instance, yeah. Seth was on there talking about, maybe he talked to some people, maybe somebody saw that and they thought different about what their faith was. Maybe, sure, maybe right, he yeah. changed their mind. Yeah. So there is good stuff on there. Right. But then there's also just this, this whole group of people on there who are doing terrible shit to other people. They just caught a guy in London who walked into some other other person's house and just filmed himself. And the guy's like, you got to get out of my house. You can't just walk into my house. What the fuck? He just walked into their house. He jumped into a train and tried to t like drive away with the train while the conductor was doing something else. He got caught by, he actually got booked by the police, but there was Good. a whole string of him doing these ever increasingly shitty TikTok stunts. And- 
these TikTok stunts are starting to become a thing mm -hmm. where people are trying to do this for clout and trying to do this for views. Yeah, well, like, and again, this guy did not get eaten by the alligator, in which case I would have watched that TikTok. No, yeah, I guess that's I absolutely would have watched yeah. that TikTok, sure. right? But yeah, like the, part of the problem too is there's an accelerationism that takes place. I know that's a different term, but like there's an acceleration that takes place with this stuff where it's like the last guy who got views did this thing and now it's kind of old hat. Yeah. So someone's got to constantly up the game. We have to constantly like kind of step things up and so things get more severe and they get more dramatic and they get more egregious. And like now people are jumping into a fucking pit full of apex predators yeah. from the goddamn Cretaceous or whatever, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, here's something that's been, like, this is an animal that's like, you know what? Actually, I won't change. Yeah. I, 65 million years. I got this bitch. This is a fucking species of animal that when yeah. the fucking asteroid hit the earth, yawned. <laughs> it yawned. And some fucking TikTok guy is going to yeah. jump in here with it. Yeah. I like, I was reminded of that guy who like jumped in with the orca and then the orca was like, uh, another word for me is killer whale. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. And so narp, narp, narp. Yeah. And like it kills us. They, they drown him. I think they yeah. drown him. Yeah. yeah. They're just playing like, with them. Just like, played um, with them. Yeah, man. Severely like played a, with them. You're like a stuffed toy. Right. Like, mm. like your cats yeah, will play exactly. with a mouse yeah. until they're bored. Yeah, until they're it's bored all floppy. It's a hundred percent dead. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. This story is all kinds of fucked up. This story, I just have to read from this story because this is unfucking believable. It's from the Chicago Tribune. Three, three severed heads from donor bodies left at employee's desk after complaints raised about alleged misconduct. Dale Wheatley, who performs deliveries for the Anatomical Gift Association of Illinois, came into work two weeks ago and found sage burning and three severed heads lying on a plastic container by his desk. Wheatley, who has worked for AGA for nearly five years, said he's never seen anything like the horror movie scene he stumbled upon that Wednesday morning in late May. That might be my favorite line in this. He's like, he's never seen. That's not normal. It's Usually not, Mondays are bagel Mondays. Yeah, it's not Tuesday where you're like, oh, I'm going to go grab a donut and enjoy the sage and heads <laughs> by my desk. That's, like that's not most, normal. That's not what you do. This would be great if you're around the water cooler. Somebody's got one and he's talking to it. Ooh, ooh, how's your day? Is your day going well? My day's very good. I'll have a drink now. Like, oh. oh, I don't have a stomach for the water to go into. It's all over the floor. This is why we don't work at the AGA. Really, we don't. This you and I don't work at the there. You make like one of those kid mobiles where just, <laughs> there's like a head over here, but then there's a longer <laughs> stick, so the head is equaled out over here. And yeah. Uh, it's the most wildly, wonderfully unnecessary line in this story. Like, I this know. is somebody who's yeah. like, all right, I wrote the story. Yeah. I'm uh, 31 words short. Okay, it looks like he did not expect it. Wheatley said the head. Somebody's like standing there and they got like a like one of those magician wands and a, and a, and a tablecloth. They're like, ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hope it's yeah. under like a fancy, oh, like under a fancy like food thing, thing, like a like chafing the, thing. Yeah, though, right. We yeah. open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wheatley said the heads from AGA donors were placed next to his desk after he reported concerns about the mishandling and poor conditions of donated bodies to his supervisors, thus proving his point. Could you imagine <laughs> that's your retaliation? You don't yeah. ever retaliate again. I'll yeah. tell you what. That is a message. That My goodness. Uh, hey, I think uh, you guys are really mishandling these body parts. We'll show him mishandling body parts. <laughs> we'll it's put a, these seven it, fucking heads here. It's a nice body you got there. But that was a severed <laughs> head that happened to it. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Well, what is going through your mind? You're like, oh, I'm fucking report me. You know, I'm going to put a fucking severed head on your desk. You know what? No, I'm going to put two severed. You know, you know what? No, <laughs> it's three severed heads. You motherfucker. Could you imagine somebody going through the throw pass has to be in. They go in the back. They, but they, they break one out and they put it out and they're like, eh, Man, it's not I don't know. Enough. Kind of feels a little weighted to the right side. Now. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, gets another one. He says, yeah. 
feels a little balanced now. <laughs> I really feel like the right side was the right choice. Ghost gets a third one. Can you imagine somebody doing that and not realizing someone's going to report that? Yeah. What do you think's going to happen, man? Someone's just going to be like, wow. Oh. That is a uh, heady a, mix of terror My and mistake. I made a huge mistake. I should have never reported you for mishandling this is a guy. They, they were actually trying to decide what body parts to use. They flipped a coin as heads versus tails. Heads. It could have been just three heads. asses. It was three asses. <laughs> three asses. Three just, that would be hilarious, though. Three, three asses a, sitting two on your heads desk. And, a, and an ass. <laughs> <laughs> They're all propped up in there. No, it, it, genuinely, though, horrible story because horrible. this guy is like, he's like, yeah, man, they're 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 mishandling his body parts. And this is this is one of those things where people die. And they say, I want to give my body to I know, science. I, know, I want yeah. to give my body to science so somebody can use it. I, I want them to use this meat when it's done. Because, you know, I'm not going to use it. I, it. Nobody's going to burn it up. Who cares? Just use it. And what happens is, is they let these things sit out. They, they fuck them up. They don't do the right things to, to preserve them. Yep. And they're getting complaints by all these scientific organizations, be they people who are learning, you know, doctors that yeah, are learning on cadavers, cadavers or stuff, yeah. they're doing testing on certain things. They're getting complaints and saying, these bodies are not in good shape when you're sending them to us. You're mishandling these things. Right. People are donating them to you. We're buying them from you and we're giving us a, a like, basically you're, you're giving us an inferior product. And I don't believe in the integrity of like a body after it's dead, right? I no, don't think right. there's like a thing. Yeah. But, but when, when a loved one entrusts you to do something yes. with it, so, that's important. That's the important part. Yeah. I don't care about the body itself. Yeah. I care about the trust you're breaking. Yeah, it's disrespectful as hell to the family of that person. Yeah. It's disrespectful as hell to somebody's like, altruistic decision to gift yeah. you with their meat, right? Yeah. Like, that's horrible. Like, it's fucking, it's like, it's a terrible story for that reason. And like, it, it, like the other problem is it's going to make people think twice about sure. doing this. Sure. Now, now they wouldn't I do wouldn't it. do this now. Yeah. Now they wouldn't do this. Yeah. <clears throat> I really wouldn't. Like, I would not be like, yeah, I want my body to be, because like, it would be so upsetting for my family to find out that this was me. Sure. That my head it's was used. Yeah. To like fuck with somebody on actually it wouldn't my family would think this was great actually actually if my body was used as a prank war yeah i think i think escalating prank wars is a good use of my body too so if i die cecil yeah you i have my explicit permission i will prank someone with your head. you can use any of these parts just, do whatever you want sure yeah 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 put me as a scarecrow in the middle of the street i don't care <laughs> <laughs> Fuck with Eli with it. <laughs> it's a hundred percent weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Who am I so Eli's gonna die before me? <laughs> I mean, if you were another sheep, would you fuck a sheep if you were another sheep? Oh. Says you put it that way. You bet your ass I would. Thought so. <laughs> Yo, this motherfucker ain't one of us. He said he'd fuck a sheep. Wait, no. Sister, it comes from khq.com. Dog ejected from car during Sunday crash found on sheep farm. Herding sheep. <laughs> Dog's got to work. You know what I mean? This dog just knows who he is. Tilly, two-year-old border collie, was ejected from a car Sunday during a crash and Aww. has been found. That's a fucking crash, man. That really is. That's a crash when your dog gets fucking Boofed out of the car so hard you can't find it. And then doesn't know where to go. The dog is, the dog gets thrown in and is like, where the fuck am I? And, and the dog's just, just like, oh no, I'm just gonna get, get thrown off an overpass? Like, right? what happened? <laughs> he was found on a sheep farm where he had apparently taken up the role of sheep herder. According to Tilly's owner, he's lost some weight since Sunday's crash, is now drinking lots of water, but is otherwise healthy. <laughs> the dog got ejected so fucking hard, the owners are fine. The owners are fine. And the dog gets ejected. And the dog's just like, fuck those. They can't drive. I don't want, I don't want anything to do with them. I'm not getting back in their car. Last time I got fucking boofed out here. No, I'd rather go herd random. I'm sheep. not going back to uncle Jonas, Jonah's farm. I heard this. I heard the crying of the lambs. And I'm going to go save the lambs now. And they go, how weird would it be if you're just like own a sheep farm and there's just a random board, like there's a random sheep dog doing its day, job, just hanging out. 
Don't right. worry, I got this. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you can pay me in I do. foods. <laughs> <laughs> but evidently not waters. <laughs> so I just love that the dog knew what it had to do. Right. It just had it in it. It said, you know what? I got stuff to do. I'm going to go do something. I'm going to go, I'm going to go make this time that I'm lost. Very, very, uh, like, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure it's productive as productive yeah. as possible. I got to love, you got to yeah, love that. I do, but also dog. like, this is one of those like dogs that makes you feel guilty. Right. Like, you know, like when COVID lockdown happened and then like, you're like in your pajamas, you haven't changed in like four days and you're like basically covered in cookie crumbs. <laughs> and then there's somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I'm using this time to learn a fucking third language. And, you know, and you're, I'm just like, I'm using this time to like coat myself in Oreo grease. You know, this dog is that person. I can only do one press conference, terrifying <laughs> press conference a day and then eat four Ben and Jerry's pints. That's, that's my entire day. I watch a terrifying press conference, whether that's Trump, who's fucking shitting all over his own hands. And talking about how he's going to prevent COVID with it, or I watch I watch JB Pritzker's where he brings out scientists who scare the shit out of me, right. and then I go into my fridge, fridge and I go feed me Seymour, <laughs> feed me, and then I eat until I pass out, and then yes. I wake up the next day just in time for the press conference. Exactly, that's Same. what I can do. Same. That's what I can do. And this fucking dog this is dog is shaming all of us. Fucking overachiever dog. Oh, I took a shower this week. Yeah, fuck you, Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> And then we got to dig up the coffin again, and then we got to deal with the backhoe guy again, and the backhoe guy's a real prick. AP News, man steals backhoe for 10-mile drive to Illinois airport to catch a flight. <laughs> Hold on, though. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. It's got to be one of those backhoes with wheels on it. It can't be one with tracks, because those don't, I mean, you could jog faster yeah. oh, than it's the got, one with yeah. the tracks. But even the ones with wheels on them, they don't go very That's fast. That's not a quick... I've seen, I've seen, like when I think about farming, but still maybe like type twenty miles. It's an like hour. thirty miles an hour, yeah. forty miles an hour. It's still faster than walking, I guess. It is, but and I guess like you know, this is from Marion, Illinois. So I was like, all right, well, I guess Marion, they don't have Illinois. Ubers. Is that is that West? Where is that? Now we got to look it up. That's way south, isn't it? Way south. We'll look it up. Yeah, yeah south, south of St. Louis. It's by it's by Carbondale. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's you, really far you, south. This is this is so far south in Illinois. It's it's south of St. Louis, Missouri. What? You could throw a rock and hit Paducah, Kentucky. So this guy steals this this fucking backhoe to drive to. You know how you can't get an Uber down there? But Come you on. probably can't. The deer drive him. What <laughs> what would you if you were an Uber driver? One guy would call you every year. It's Carbondale. There's got to be a <laughs> yeah, deer that's around true. there. It's Carbondale. There's probably plenty of. Ubers. There's got to be right. Ubers around. You're there. right. Security camera footage shows a Carbondale man arriving at Veterans Airport of Southern Illinois atop a backhoe <laughs> and leaving it at the airport parking lot. This guy is my hero. Are you kidding me? The footage captured the man walking across the street from the lot to the airport lobby carrying a guitar case because he's the coolest motherfucker that ever lived. It's like El Mariachi or something like that. He's walking in. He's got a machine gun in there. 100% that man has a machine gun in there. Don't arrest him. That, that dude he is, is on important I am telling business. You, you know, no, you know what's not, it's not a machine gun. It's one of those pneumatic thing they kill cows with. Yes. And he's he's putting them behind people's eyes and making them <laughs> see what fucking coin is gonna come up, heads or tails. And if it's heads, he's gonna deliver it to that place earlier, yeah, earlier the other from story. The, AG story yeah. or the other story. Yeah. This is like this is crazy. Like this is this is some serious like movie style shit. Very like, much is. You're not gonna you know rest Jason Bourne. Like <laughs> what is happening right now? I love that he I love that he parked it. I kind of hope I would love to see the security footage of him like waiting for like the gate to open <laughs> and taking his like <laughs> ticket and it's like please take ticket with you to pay inside like carefully parking it trying to like wedge it in like a car like a space oh. reserved for like a compact cars, cars or whatever. Oh, be the best. <laughs> He just walks up, he takes the car that's in there, moves it over, and he parks. He gets the first spot. He's like, fuck you, I got this thing. Fucking. Ah, it's so amazing. So driving along in his fucking backhoe. Have you, ever, have you ever been in a backhoe? You ever worked one? No. Uh, have you? Yeah. So my, my father-in-law had like three or four different pieces of equipment. Yeah. And he had a little uh, skid steer. But We've then, driven those. But those then he's also, he's also, also for a while had a, it was a very small little backhoe okay. that he had with a bucket on it and he oh. could dig. And I've been inside of it, just drove it and, you know, used it a couple times here and there. It's, you know, it, it, while the people are it's in it. Every it's every Tonka dream. It's so amazing. Those little, those little, uh, 
those little things, the little skid steer especially, I was so impressed. It's not a very big device. It's no, very small. Uh, yeah. Smaller than a compact car. Mm -hmm. But the power in those things unreal. to move stuff is just unreal. I remember in the back of my house, I had to dig some stuff. And I had I had rented from the power. I lived in a place in like in Illinois where right down the street was a superstore of rental stuff that had acres and acres of utility type trucks and giant cranes and all yeah, kinds yeah. of stuff. And I went there and I rented an auger because I was going to put in fence posts mm -hmm. for my yard. Yep. And I borrowed my father-in-law's skid steer and I took and I used this auger and it would dig what would take a human being three to four hours with a post hole digger. It could dig in 15 seconds. Oh, it yeah. was just down, you lift up, it rips the dirt out, you go down again, it rips the dirt out again. You just do it three or four times and it's immaculate, clean, straight down hole exactly where you wanted it, move on to the next one. When I put in a chain link fence in my first house, I rented a two-man. This is like how- just, <gasps> I just, remember. I do remember yeah, this. Yeah. I know you were there. The auger piece. The auger, yeah, the yeah. one you had to spin it on the, your own. So like the like the the land out here is all clay. It's all clay. So like you get past the topsoil, which was just trucked in. The topsoil out here is trucked in and put on top of your land in order for you to have grass. Because underneath that, six inches underneath the topsoil is just clay. And it's this like intense, thick- impenetrable muck of clay. When we put in this, this, this chain link fence at my first house, I rented a two man auger. It had like, like pipes on each side for two guys, two big guys to get on. And like, I remember like there were two guys and a third guy sitting on top of it for added weight to try to push that thing down. And still it would get bound up and we had to like pull it up and like jam it down and pull it up and jam. Three guys operating that auger. That skid steer is just like, bring, it was instant. It was like instant. These things are so powerful. It's crazy, crazy, powerful. crazy powerful. And this guy drove one to the airport. Here's here's the only the only thing is is I think I know we're gonna die this way. Yeah, we're gonna fight. We're in, fighting. We're on fighting bulldozers. in yeah. bulldozers. I'm gonna. Yeah. We get to choose yeah. which one we get we're to gonna choose have, our construction, whichever vehicles. construction piece of equipment yeah. we want. We're gonna fight till the death. Right. in them, like in, in old age. Yep. in the old age. Lovingly fight. Lovingly I have fight. No hard feelings. Death. No hard feelings, bro. None at all. No hard feelings. Yeah. Bring out your dead. one. Ninepence. I'm not dead. What? Nothing. Here's your ninepence. I'm not dead. Yeah. He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. He isn't. Well, he will be soon. He's very ill. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. This story comes from someplace in Ecuador. <laughs> I don't know what this is. A 76-year-old woman declared dead wakes up during her funeral in Ecuador. Cecil, I grabbed the. I, I wanted to talk about this story. Would you want to go to your own funeral if you could? If there was like an afterlife moment, because I thought like she's kind of living that dream to she be is. like, you showed and you showed. And where the fuck is yeah. so and so? Where's yeah. Tony? Right. Yeah. That's the best eulogy you could write for me. <laughs> this, I think if I woke up like during my funeral, if I like thought like, all right, they're not like putting me in the ground yet, I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to listen. I'm just, you know, I'm going to give out. it a minute. I'm going to hang out. I might, I, maybe I'm not going to stir. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just, uh, I'm going to play, I'm going to play possum. It's been working for a while. You get a nice nap in that coffee. Right. You know what I mean? You're finally away from everybody. Be, there might be a moment where I'd be like, oh, I can take a nap. I can take a like, nap. Maybe if I don't tell anyone. The, of the people <laughs> that fall asleep with a gun in their hand, this seems to be like a need in Ecuador. <laughs> 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 Genuinely feels like a need. How terrifying would it be to wake up? So crazily, she goes to the doctor. Doctor says they have a, she had a cardiac arrest. So we're sent her to the funeral home. She goes to the funeral home and then she's, she's in this casket. Yeah. And she's banging on the casket and someone finds, I'm, I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm alive. Oh my God. What a terrifying experience. That is pants shitting scared right there. Do you get a refund? <laughs> on the casket because it's used now. It's used, but it's only used like kind of. It's only kind of. You know? You no, know, I think I That's really a good think luck casket I now. Th <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's putting all their dead people in there people like Pet Cemetery to see yeah. if they come back. I like, like that one. I put it in there and I shook it real hard. <laughs> Are they going to come back? No, let's like get a magic eight yeah, ball. <laughs> I'll look, you keep opening the door. So good. I'll look, don't look so good. Close the door again. I'll look, don't look so good. Close the door again. 
Oh man, that's fucking amazing. No, but I don't think it is used until a dead person is in town. I think before then, it's just test drives. <laughs> Very low miles casket. Very. You, know, you got the dealer plates in the back of your casket. <laughs> this story plays different if she's cremated, though. It plays oh, way different. Yikes. <laughs> Jesus, it's the end of Scrooge now. It's like fucking Hansel yeah. and Gretel shit at that point. <laughs> Hanging on the thing. Let me out, let me out. God, uh, it's fucking nightmare fuel. Yeah. Like, can you imagine being the doctor, right? Like, well, didn't you declare grandma dead? Be like, nah, yeah, mistakes were we made. We all make mistakes they in our job declare, every day. Declare, I declare <laughs> bankruptcy. <laughs> you, you, better, you better just like at that point as a doctor, just walk into the sunset. What are you doing? You got to quit. You're done. In the sunset. That's where you go. You have to go into That's the it? sunset. You're done. Yeah. You're done. You're not even a veterinarian anymore. You have to go find people, find another people to m administer medicine yeah, to. You You're are done. You can work the fucking backhoe God, and drive it to the so airport. Bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> That's a hard one to bounce back. It really from. is. I mean, not if you're the 76 year old lady. No, but. no. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be awkward if you've like already kind of divvied up her shit though? You know, and you're just like, uh, someone's like, man, I love this cake pan. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, All right, I miss grandma, but I really love this cake pan. <laughs> grandma, here's the, I'm going to put it back but with a sticker on it. Okay. <laughs> Cause I dibsied that shit just put from this cousin piece of, Joe. Put this piece of yarn around this cast iron pan. <laughs> We're gonna keep that one for me. The red, the red yarn is for me, oh, Grandma. Man. All right. <laughs> My job is to plumb the depths, so to speak, dredge up something from inside. This story comes from BBC News. India official drains entire dam to retrieve phone. <laughs> <laughs> he then he then fed uh, a fly to a spider yeah. <laughs> so swallow a worm or whatever. Uh, a government official in India has been suspended after he ordered a reservoir to be drained to retrieve his phone. <laughs> it took three days to pump millions of liters of water out of the dam jackass. after Rajesh Vishwas dropped the device while taking a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> so at first he hires scoop a to go after his phone. And they're like, no, man, we can't find it. It's a phone in a giant reservoir. We're cool. And then, dude, how, what kind of like, what does it say about the state? I know this is a little sad, but like, what does it say about the state of like the workforce and labor capital in India that you're like, yeah, I could hire a team of scuba divers cheaper than retreat than buying getting a, a phone. phone. Yeah. A phone. No, you're absolutely right. A thousand bucks for you're a good phone, right? right? Twelve hundred dollars yeah. for for a top of the line yeah. flagship phone, which is what he's described as having, right? Yeah. I could not hire a team of fucking scuba divers. <laughs> To work to so go good. for no, twelve hundred bucks. If you dropped it in the in Lake Michigan, they'd be like, "No, man, it's like it's like forty five hundred dollars just to be, get me in the they boat." They wouldn't even look at me yeah, for you that. Gotta get, yeah, you got to get forty five hundred dollars to get me in the boat, and that's and then it's like two thousand dollars an hour. All right? Are you kidding me? But like the labor force of labor capital yeah. is so worthless in that's India. Amazing. Unfortunately, I I think it's so that, funny. He's just like, ah, oh, phone is really that's a lot of dough. <laughs> that's a lot of dough. I, I gotta hire an entire fucking team of scuba divers. And then divers. it doesn't work. So he has yeah. to then hire a team of, I guess, Mario and Luigi <laughs> to come over with a pump and plumber all that water out of there. It's two million gallon, two million liters or something crazy like oh. that. It, it, what is it at the bottom? They say that they drained, yeah, roughly two million liters or 440,000 gallons of water. Yeah, his mission was stopped when another official from the Water Resource Department arrived following a complaint. He says he's been suspended following an inquiry. Water is an essential resource that cannot be wasted this way. When they retrieve the phone, it's ruined. The phone was, they got the phone. It's it's too waterlogged. It's like, yeah, it's fucking water resistant, man. It's not all the way to the bottom of the dam for a couple of days. A couple of days? It was already trash. You did this for I do, trash. I do like. I do like that they found the phone, though. I do too. I do like that they found the phone. I do too. And they could be like, "Oh no, is this what you wanted? Is it, they should smack him on the nose with it, <laughs> beat him with like a roll of newspaper? Is this what you wanted? <laughs> do you want this phone? Jesus Lay down. Christ. That's amazing. Dude. This is how fucking unbelievably self-centered do you have to be <laughs> that you were taking a goddamn selfie and then you're like, oh, "I dropped my phone." 
I guess I'll Damn. just empty an entire reservoir of water. I need to empty this reservoir of water because I need a better Tinder picture. Yeah. Just <laughs> what was on? All I want to know is what was on that phone oh, for real. you know there was like some... There was some evil yeah. shit on that phone, I mean, right? he's the one who sent the heads to the guy earlier right. in the other store. For real. Yeah, I mean, he's... That's Dexter's phone. He's making he's making videos of getting those heads. Oh, yeah. Like, he's a head collector. Somebody needs to, like, find Rajesh's phone and, like, figure out what was on it because he is up to no good. <laughs> I could drop a kid into a <laughs> reservoir and I'd be like, hey, no, no, no. I got it. I'm sure we can pump this we'll thing out okay. and be like, that seems I'm like right. a lot. I'm that seems right. like a lot. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost nothing of worth. <laughs> I got a bunch more. We'll just, well, I'll give I'll one of them two names. I'll just make the other ones work harder. <laughs> I'll just give one of them two names. <laughs> You rename all the kids, <laughs> so now they all have to share the extra name. <laughs> all right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, like we said before, we're probably not going to have a lot of extra stuff this month. Because Cecil's on vacation. On vacation. Um, if there Cecil. is something this week, Ian's going to jump in right now. Three, two, one. He didn't. All right. So nothing extra this week. Uh, but we might have a little something extra in, later on in the month. Uh, we're going to catch you guys next week, Monday. And we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.